Hey everybody, I'm Cheyenne back this week with Shypod Shuffle to talk about one of my favorite genres of music, alternative. Whether you call it alternative rock, alternative, or just adult alternative, it's a big, encompassing, weird, rocky genre that's hard to pinpoint. The best definition I found online was surprisingly on Urban Dictionary, but it makes sense. So according to Urban Dictionary, Alternative music is a less intense version of rock and a more intense version of pop. It typically strays from those lovey-dovey, greener, happier all the time, pop lyrics. There are so many bands that all have different sounds in alternative as well. Some are like The Strokes, The Arctic Monkeys, Weezer, The Kooks, Cage the Elephant, Alt-J, Two-Door Cinema Club, The Black Keys, and so many more. And half these people don't even sound the same. They have such different sounds. I mean, you throw Neon Trees in there, who's even poppy, and somehow they all still kind of feel the same. They give off the same vibe of music. And I think that's why I love Alternative so much. It can be so different, but it's not happy-go-lucky. It's more of, I would say, real lyrics if you get down to the point of them. So as usual, we're going to look at the Billboard Hot Charts, the top five songs this week on alternative music. And this week at number one is going to be Due in Time by Lana Del Rey. It spent 18 weeks on the chart at peak position one. Now, I do love Lana Del Rey's voice. She is so smooth. Her voice sounds like what I would think soft serve ice cream tastes like. Um, but I never really kept up with her, never really looked into all of her songs, just kind of heard more of her top hits. This one's pretty good, though. The music video has a giant version of Lana Del Rey looking over a city, walking around. It looks really cool. It's put together really well. I really like the scene where she's checking her lipstick in a skyscraper window. It looks like she's somewhere in Venice Beach. And then, next thing you know... It's another version of her, regular size this time, with short blonde hair, which looks amazing on her. And her and a date are at a drive-in movie. Drive-in movies were really cool. Never got to see one, but whatever. And her date walks off, been gone for a really long time, and she finds her date making out someone in a car. And the next thing you know, the big Lana Del Rey is stepping out of the screen and rattles the car that her date and this other girl are in. It's pretty funny, really theatrical. But the best part about this song, this video, is like the last 10 seconds where she just completely takes away the music and sings harder in the prettiest tone I think that word could ever be said or sang in. It gave me chills. I probably listened to that last five or 10 seconds six or seven times before I finally moved on to the next song. And speaking of the second song, we are going to be looking at Three Nights by Dominic Fike. This song has spent 25 weeks on the top charts at peak position one, although it's at two now. The man is pretty attractive, not gonna lie. I've never heard this song nor heard of it, but it's a fan. I'm, I'm a fan. It's a really smooth sounding song. The beat is really catchy. It's really dreamy. I definitely went ahead and downloaded it as soon as I finished listening to it. 
I really enjoy the little rap part that's about halfway through. It really kind of speeds up what we have been listening to at that point in the song, but it doesn't change the vibe of the song. Even though it's like a little more like aggro lyrics, it doesn't really change how the song sounds in my opinion. When I'm listening to the song, I just kind of feel free. I kind of want to move my arms and dance around, you know, in a big swoopy skirt, you know? The ending sounds really nice. It does a really cool thing with headphones if you're wearing those. It kind of like moves the sound back and forth through your ears, but in a really, really smooth way, almost not even in an obvious way. I had to like press my headphones against my ears to really hear it. Really hope it wasn't filled with my headphones. Anyways, the video for the song's really great. It has really good edits. Um, there's a really cool scene on the highway that I really enjoy, but I don't really feel any particular way about the video. Not really anything to write home about, in my opinion. Just, you know, another music video. Next up is Alligator by Of Monsters and Men. This song spent 21 weeks on the charts at peak position two. It's at three now, so it went down a spot. I've never really listened to Of Monsters and Men, really only heard little talks by them, but I enjoyed little talks, so that's cool. The sound of the song is a little punk rocky, more than pop or anything, but I really actually enjoy the song. Um, the lead singer, her voice is really steady, it's really strong the whole time. It doesn't really waver too much. It's such a good song, personally. Uh, it's definitely a road tripping song for me, something that I also went ahead and downloaded in my library, and I've listened to a couple times since. The video, however, is a little spooky. It's very American Horror Story-esque. There's lots of masks and gory scenes. But personally, I really enjoy how most of the video, the lead singer is just sitting on a couch and it's just her singing the lyrics in what looks like a wedding dress. But the way it's shot is just really beautiful. It's really original. You know, she's not in the center of the screen. She's more to the right side of the screen the entire time. And I'm all about things being off center. That's just how things should be. They should never be in the center of the screen, as I've learned in my many, many classes of journalism. Um, other than that, I enjoy the song. You should give it a listen. Next up at number four is Social Cues by Cage the Elephant. The song spent 13 weeks on the charts at peak position four, where it's at now. So I've actually never really paid that much attention to lead singer, but he is also very attractive. I never really followed Cage the Elephant, just heard, you know, Come a Little Closer, Secret Daydreams, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked, stuff like that. And all those songs really remind me of the Black Keys, and it's kind of the same way with this song. I really like the Black Keys. I have followed them. And I definitely get this vibe off Cage the Elephant that's pretty similar. The song is really fitting as to my favorite type of music. It's got that kind of more rocky vibe, but it's still smooth. It's not hardcore. It's not in your face, you know. The song has like a little radio o-o-o. Obviously, they sing it much more beautifully than I do. You know, tune in at a different time to hear me sing. Never. And... That little part of the radio is just my favorite part of the song. It's just so cute. It's so, I don't know, it makes me want to smile and dance around my room. The chorus is so catchy. It's really fitting as to what I've heard from them before in terms of lyrics. And unfortunately there is no video, but I imagine it'll be something, you know, of them walking around like they normally do in many of the videos I've seen, like, like, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked and Come a Little Closer, but we'll see when it comes out. And at number five is going to be The Hype by 21 Pilots. Spent 10 weeks on the charts at peak position five where it's still at. I've never been a big follower of them either, just mainly the top hits. However, my absolute favorite song is Holding On To You by the 21 Pilots. I love that song. It is so near and dear to my heart. It's probably a little tiny piece of my soul somewhere 
you know, in the universe, that song is just attached to me. I listen to it when I'm down, but that's beside the point. We're still looking at the hype. The song's pretty chill, has a good bass line. I definitely vibe with the song. It's more of like a homework studying type vibe when I listen to it. Uh, the music video is just them like in a garage band and they eventually have this like little garage band concert and everyone just rocks out and jams out. Video is pretty laid back. I dig it. I like what it is. Next up, I'm going to talk about my favorites of the genre. I decided to take out the hot albums this week because I'm probably going to spend quite a few minutes talking about my favorites. I have quite a few because it is my favorite genre. So to start off, I'm going to be talking about Matt Mason. Matt Mason got introduced into my life early April-ish um, by my friend and now boyfriend, Andrew Lewis. He showed me one of Matt Mason's songs called Hallucinogenics, and for some reason that song just really hit me, I guess. Um, I really liked the lyrics, I liked the depth of the song, and so of course by the next day I was looking up all of Matt Mason's music, and I was going through a bit of a rough patch when I started listening to Matt Mason, and a lot of his songs really kind of got me through it, as cheesy as that sounds. Even if they didn't necessarily get me through it, it's what I listened to the entire time I was going through it, and what I still listen to pretty much on the daily. I've never really had an artist that I listen to pretty much every single day, but Matt Mason has really fit the bill for that for me. It's actually really awesome. Um, like I said, I've just never really had anybody like that and finding an artist that just, I like everything about. I like the lyrics, I like the music, I like the tone, I like the music videos for the songs. All of it is just so awesome. And even more so, a little bit of background. So after Andrew showed me Matt Mason, later on, a couple weeks later, I bought us tickets to go see Matt Mason in Atlanta. So we drive up there, I guess you can kind of call it our first day, I don't know. So we drive up there, we get stuck in traffic multiple times because we left way too late, even though I told Andrew we needed to leave earlier. And we get up there, we have trouble parking, we eventually get into the venue at 9.20. I remember looking at my clock, it had started at 9, so I was not the happiest at the moment. Anyways, so we walk in, finally, I am just victorious at this point, I'm so glad we made it. But I noticed I didn't hear any music, any live music at least. So we walk in, the security guard asks for IDs, we hand them to him, he bans us, and he asks for our tickets, so we show him. And he goes, ah, funny story guys, so Matt Mason isn't actually playing tonight. And I'm sure I looked as pale as a ghost at that point. All the happiness just immediately drained from my body. We had worked so hard to get there, and of course, he wasn't playing. As it turns out, he unfortunately busted his voice that night and couldn't perform. It really hurt for him to talk, hurt for him to sing, but he did offer to meet every single person who was there. So even though we didn't get to hear him perform, we did get to meet him, which was pretty cool. Um, he didn't really say much, obviously, but he signed an album for me that I actually have hanging in my room now. And long story short, that night ended in finding a really cool dive bar in Atlanta and turned out to be probably one of the best nights of my life. And Matt Mason is pretty much completely responsible for that. And even more so, he is coming back to Atlanta October 25th, I do believe. 
and I bought those tickets the moment they went on sale. I was not missing this again, and I already checked the schedule. He has a three-day break between the show in Atlanta and the show before it, so if he does blow his voice out, he has plenty of time to recover before Atlanta. So, Matt Mason, I will see you there. If not, I'm going to be really sad. Next up, we're going to talk about the Black Keys, but specifically the Brothers album. So, I found this album, I don't even know, I was a junior in high school, so, ooh, I don't know, five years ago? I'm really bad at math, so sorry if that math is wrong. I found their album, though, at one of the FYE stores, the CD entertainment stores, and the CD was on sale for, like, I don't know, five, seven dollars-ish. Not really, I don't even remember, it's been so long. So I bought the CD, I left, got in my car, and that album quickly became one of my favorites ever. It, that album quickly became one of my favorites ever that I've ever listened to, ever heard. I still listen to it probably once a week in my car. I actually just started kind of savoring it and not listening to it as much as I did growing up because the the album just is really meaningful to me, I guess, and I just didn't want to spoil it by over-listening to it for once in my life. I'm definitely the type of person who will wear out a song, wear out an album, but this one just meant a lot to me, and I decided not to do that with this one. So one thing I really do love about this album is the packaging of it. It's really comical. It's very, very plain, which is very different from their other, like, illustrious, pretty albums. This one is literally just black. It has a black background and it says, this is an album by the Black Keys. The name of this album is Brothers. And that's the, that's it. That's the album cover. And inside there was a little poster that said, this is a poster of the Black Keys. And then on the back of uh, the back of that, it said, these are the lyrics to the songs. Just hilarious, underwhelming packaging. That was actually really cool though although although it was underwhelming it was meant to be like that it was meant to be more about the music in my opinion so another thing about the album packaging that I really liked you know in addition to the underwhelming front page is once you open it up the label on the disc is almost entirely black and you know like I said that's even more underwhelming it's not something you really expect when you pull out a cd you know when you're 14 looking at it but the disc is heat sensitive for the label and it turns white when it's played in a disc player for long enough. And that was probably the coolest thing ever. I had never seen that on a CD before. And, you know, in a generation where most of my music is digital, it was just really cool. It was really new. In addition, the track listing is some of my favorite songs all in one place. So the first track you're going to hear, Everlasting Light. And that little beat is just so, so good to me. Then you have Next Girl and Tighten Up, which was one of the more, the, one of the more popular songs from that album. Um, Howlin' For You, She's Long Gone. All of these songs all sound so similar, but so, so great. It's that, like, old-time rock sound. It's smooth. It's, to me, what encapsulates alternative music if you want to find an answer to what I believe alternative music is, pop in the Brothers album by the Black Keys and listen to it and you'll find all of my favorite songs, one, and what I believe alternative music is, too. 
and that's really awesome it's one of my favorite albums so if you haven't listened to brothers by the white keys i think you should give it a listen so if you're an alternative fan and you're looking for some live shows i have got a couple for you first off october 12th only 10 days from now 21 Pilots is going to be playing at State Farm Arena. On October 25th, like I said earlier, Matt Mason is going to be playing at the Roddy Playhouse in Atlanta. I am beyond pumped for that. Tickets were only $17 when they first came out, and I think they're, like, only available from resale, which Matt Mason is actually really against resale, according to his Twitter. Um, they don't really benefit the artist, apparently. Anyways, the Black Keys, also my favorite, playing at State Farm Arena November 9th. The Abbott Brothers are playing at the Fox Theater in Atlanta, November 22nd. Group Love is playing at the Fox Theater also, November 27th. And last but not least, a local concert for any of my Macon listeners, Jamestown Revival is playing November 10th at the Hardgate Capital Theater in Macon. Now, Jamestown Revival, I don't know much about them, but their song Revival is an absolute bop. It sounds really great. And I'm probably going to buy the tickets because they're kind of cheap from what I remember. And, you know, find myself a new band to listen to. And last but not least, thanks for listening, and I hope you guys tune in again next week where I'll be talking about rock music. Don't know if I'll have a guest on, but we'll see. Thanks, guys.